sacrifice my dark magician to bring forth Sugoi Summit. Thank you, Yami, and let us introduce ourselves. My name is Isabel. And I'm Dylan. We are an anime gaming couples podcast. I'm a 20-year veteran of the culture, and I'm leading my wife through all the amazing worlds, everything anime and video game-wise that she hasn't experienced yet. Come check us out. Welcome all new and veteran weebs to the Simping for Senpai podcast, where we make it our goal to make sure you watch your goddamn animes. This show will contain adult language, lewd things, and talks of waifus. If you want to simp, then simp for us. Notice me, senpai. Welcome all my new and veteran weebs to the next episode of the Simpy for Senpai podcast. I am the lord of the anime titties himself, Mr. Ash Basham. And as you can plainly see right now, I don't have my co-host because, well, one's busy and he threw it at me at the last second saying he's not going to be in town, unfortunately. And then Psychotics is going through a few things right now, mentally and physically. So he's trying to... You know, slowly ease himself back into society a bit more. And I do wish him the best. He, I talk to him on the daily. Don't worry. He is doing okay. But if any of you guys want to at least hit him up, if you're in my Discord, just add Psychotics. Tell him, hey, man, how you been? How you doing? Get back on the show. And I know for a fact he'll be back on. But anyways, today I'm actually not alone because this is going to be a really great topic to talk about. And I need help with this one because I know for a fact I have many anime fans that probably might see this specific topic differently, but also we are going to have probably very similar things that's going to be coming around. So I think first would be introduce one of the men that actually has been on my show, what, almost twice now, I believe. Good friends with him. Good buddy of the show. Mr. Triple from the Talking Anime Podcast. If only the the, the hellhounds that live in my house would shut the fuck up. <laughs> right, right. No, 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 no. Notice they waited till like the podcast literally starts to actually start talking in the background. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, yep. Well, we're and... rolling with it. I'll, I don't know. I guess commit war crimes later. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I we've had worse shit in the background before. I mean, shit, I had psychotics tattooing somebody on one of the episodes, so it wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys guys want to go listen to that episode, it is my fan appreciation episode, end of season one episode. Go check it out. It's fucking great. (laughs) I'm just just hearing it. Step our game up, then. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 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 Right? And not only that, you're hearing another voice. I met this man probably what a month or two ago, I would assume, from the dad's anime stash when they did the the um, the quiz show, I'm assuming. Yeah, you mean when I kicked your ass? Yes, when you kicked my ass. <laughs> I'm, at absolute, I'm at absolute champ. <laughs> Anyways, coming in here, introduce yourselves. 
What's up? This is Frenchie and Crimson coming to you from the Weekly Weebs podcast. Hello. Hell yeah. Give us a little spiel about what you guys do. Um, well, there's a lot of chaotic gay energy, a lot of dick jokes, sometimes the occasional anime talk. And uh, we watch a lot of stupid shows and review them. Usually uh, not very scientifically, just uh, we like this shit, we didn't like this shit. This week, as of the recording, we have assigned uh, My Dress Up Darling. Oh, and nice. Then next, and then next week, again, as of this recording, we will be uh, reviewing it. Hell yeah, nice, nice. Cool. And you guys have read the manga? No, I haven't. Dude, I barely have enough time to watch the show. That's also <laughs> These are our people, Ash. They have good taste. Yes, they do. They do. Well, well, hold on. You I have better taste than I did a while back. Yeah, hold on. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to interpret the show as much as how you and me did, because you and me both read it and watched it. So, yeah, we know what's to come. Yeah. So I, I want to I actually do want to hear your guys' opinions on it. But when that episode actually drops. So. Damn, I nah, damn, I'm looking forward to that episode. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. it. You got it hooked. What a what a what a line and sinker. I know, man. Fuck. It's like the moment you bring up an anime specifically that's came out from the last season, a really a fun one to watch. A good read, too, by the way. And actually has a pretty good uh little story behind it. It's actually not too bad. But I'm a sucker for romance. Yeah, but I don't want to like kind of taint your guys' uh view on that thing because you guys have your own I opinions on that and I Gonna let you Who guys talk about that. I'm, I'm seven episodes into it and I fucking love it. Nice. I, I finished it Friday and it's, I thought it was pretty good. The mm. appropriate opinions. Okay, cool. That's all. That's all I needed to know. I can't wait for the episode now because I actually want to hear what Winwicky thinks about it. That's <laughs> yeah, if he's still alive by the time we yeah. record that week. Which is true. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, before we get started on some of the things that we're going to be talking about, I actually do want to do maybe like have a quick little Q and A with the with you guys, Frenchie and Crimson. Sure. Hey, hell yeah, nice. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. So my first question to you guys is: so when you guys came up with you guys' podcast to start reviewing shows, <laughs> did you originally had it to just review shows, or were you actually thinking of doing some other stuff on top of that? I can answer this one. Yeah, uh, you're you're the original creator of this shit. <laughs> so we actually just kind of started the show because we were sitting around. It was me, Zary Machini, and Wick Wick here, two other hosts. And we were just sitting around at a friend's place. They'd gone to get food in the middle of a D&D session, which we're taking a break. And we're mm-hmm. just sitting there talking anime. And it's like, why don't we create a podcast where we can, you know, maybe someday actually make money off doing this because it's just exactly what we're doing right now. So we started looking into the idea, found, you know, a couple sites that'd be good for hosting it, got the equipment and, uh, um, a little bit before we end up starting it, asked Crimson if he wanted to join, and now we are in season three of the show, and uh, we're coming up. I think in a couple of months we'll be hitting our hundredth episode. Damn! So many fucking podcasts strive so hard to get to those like high heights of numbers when it comes to podcasting, yeah. and it's like it's it's kind of ridiculous how many do survive past that and some that just fall off the face of the earth out of nowhere because of that well the hardest part for us is i think finding topics like originally when we first started we had a good list of maybe 10 topics and then once we got to that point we were like shit what do we talk about now and so then we started kind of doing like uh top 10 lists and stuff and we kept doing that for a while just to kind of 
get provide stuff. content. That yeah, was... provide content. And now we've found a better system for it, which basically uh, whoever is hosting that next week, they choose the mm-hmm. topic, and the rest of us do our research and we yeah, just which helps because it. then you're only responsible for like one topic a month. Yeah, versus all of us trying to get together and being like, okay, what do we want to talk about? And then having agreements and disagreements on what's good, what's not good. And it also helps filtering some guests in every now and then. Like in the last couple months, we had uh, Pink Vapor Gaming on this past week. We had Elocentric mm-hmm. last month, who's a cosplayer. And then um, I think back in February, we or like January into February, we had three really interesting guests. We had a guy that's a uh, TikToker uh, at the Kua Bar. We talked a bunch of Yu Haka show mm-hmm. with him. Oh, nice. Um, we had a guy named Julian Vandervelde who played football at the University of Iowa and then actually played in the NFL for like four seasons. Um, but he is a huge weeb and actually used to go to Anime Iowa every year during training camp with the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, and uh, I just messaged him on Twitter. Just, you know, I saw that he had. Or, uh, he was an anime binge watcher, was in his Twitter bio, and I just sent him a message asking if he would want to be on a podcast, and his exact response was, I don't think you understand how long I've waited someone to want to talk anime with me instead of football on a podcast. Damn. <laughs> then we also had Brian Beacock on. Yeah, the our... uh, voice actor Brian Beacock. Um, if you've seen Bungo Stray Dogs or oh, yeah. uh, Blue Exorcist, mm-hmm. he plays um, Octagawa in... Bungo. Bungo Stray Dogs. He's one of the uh, main side characters in uh, Blue Exorcist. He's in Code Geass, Sword Art Online. He's also uh, Monokuma in uh, Danganronpa. Yeah, in the video games. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Well, sure. Yeah. So you guys got a good repertoire, like people that have been in and out of your guys' shows. It's pretty, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> in between yeah. Brian Beacock, John Swayze, Michael Kovacs. Yeah, we did get to interview uh, John Swayze, the voice of. Um, Gendo Ikari from uh, Neon Genesis. Yes, He's Lord Death and Soul Eater. Um, Von Hohenheim and Full Malcolm's Brotherhood. Um, he was cool as hell to talk to. He did that. He joined us for a uh, suicide prevention fundraiser we were doing back in November. Damn, the only one that I had in our podcast was Ash. <laughs> 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 what the Get hell? Get fucking roasted, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, even my list of, like, people I've had on my show, I mean, it's it's not a crazy list, but it's still pretty good. Like, I've had, I had Triple, I've had Mitch, I've had Gachi from the actual Talking Anime podcast themselves. Like, that, I've actually had you guys either, I think I had every single one of you guys individually, instead of all together. I just thought about that. <laughs> I, I, once again, you mentioned his name, so I feel the need to apologize for the first time me and him got on your podcast at the same time. Oh yeah! The, oh, that's right. You guys did both come on the same time. That's when we had um Claire on from Weeb Cafe, who's also a cosplayer too. And you guys should go check out her stuff on Twitter and also on Instagram too, mm-hmm. which is Crispy Cosplay. I will make sure to put that in the link in, down below for everyone. The one day, thing I still we'll... apologize for the amount of editing you had to do then. Oh, God. I hate you guys for that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is we basically just we record. And we're going to yeah. throw it up. It's like we're not doing any editing unless we absolutely have to. And yeah. most of the time, oh, we, we really don't have to. Like, yeah. we need to we pause to in the be, middle. We, we want it to be as genuine as possible. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I I like the I like that mentality when it comes to certain things. But there are times when it's like, yeah. oh, excuse me. Gotcha. When you get those yeah, long... Right there. You got okay. it Yeah. Exactly. No, no. That, that's Keep things. Keep it in. Got <laughs> No, uh, there are, are going to be a couple fun Let things coming up on the our show. 
Oh, nice. What do you guys got, got coming up? So when we went to Planet Comic Con in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, we got uh, the opportunity to sit or talk with uh, Caitlin Glass and Kyle oh, Phillips. Nice. And um, Caitlin Glass, if you haven't seen the show, is the voice of Melly in Radiant and is also one of the directors of the show. It's like her, you know, it's her baby. She loves that show and uh, gave us contact info for the creator of the show of it because uh, it's actually based on a French manga which is really interesting, but uh, got her and possibly going to have her on hopefully in the future. And then the other one that was really cool is Kyle Phillips, who is the voice of uh, Kaminari in My Hero. And he's Mm -hmm. also the uh, director of uh, Skate the Infinity. Which is also a banger of a show. (laughs) He helped create the line uh, Bitches, Bros, and Non-Binary Hoes. Truly, like a legend. Which to a this legend day is my favorite line. Yeah. So we're because working on constantly context. trying to get that that those connections to pan out. And then nice. uh, we've got Anime Iowa coming up here in a couple months. And then Des Moines Con next week mm-hmm. to uh, try and maybe reach out to a couple other people. Aaron Dismuke, the voice of Senku, and the original voice of Alphonse from FMA. FMA, nice. um, Emily Nevis, the voice of Ari. She's also Aoi Tsubaki in... Kakakirio, uh, Bed and Breakfast for Spirits. She's in Clan Ad. She's in a bunch of different shit. Damn. For Josh Brown. Oh, uh, yes. Clan Ed. Oh. The side of trauma. <sighs> yeah. I love Clan Ad. It's been one of my favorite shows. God. Jesus. See, we have not started into Clan Ad after story quite yet. Oh. 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 You thought the first one was bad. Oh. Yeah. oh, no, I know. So I've got a real bad history on our uh, podcast of absolutely traumatizing the other three of these guys. And oh, I know. Oh, I know. I remember you guys' Plastic Memories one. That episode was so good because all of you guys were like, why the fuck did I have to cry in this goddamn show? Why is it so sad? Dude, in season two. <laughs> and, so- and you see it coming, too. <laughs> I've done Plastic what Memories with Clay Nad. Uh, have you ever heard of a movie called uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas? Um, so we don't usually do movies. Otherwise, I would have assigned that and Weathering with you. Oh, God. Both great a movies. A silent voice. If, yeah. if it's any consolation, we have a tradition where every time we go to a Comic-Con, we watch your name. I, mm. you're, You might judge me for this. I made my mom watch I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. I made my parents watch your name, so. Oh, look at that. We're both bastards. Yeah. To My parents didn't care because they're old white men or old white people and don't appreciate <laughs> it. Also, you also like assigned your line, April. Which yeah, really I assigned. So this year and this season, did, uh, Clan Ad, Plastic Memories, and um, Maiden Abyss. Oh, Last, oh. Season one, Ooh. I did Anohana, the flower we saw that day. I and love them. Show season two. I did um, Your Lion April, Violet Evergarden, um, Terror and Resonance. Uh, fuck, what were some of the other ones? I really just... Oh. Um, to Your Eternity? Uh, one this... of our friends assigned To Your Eternity. I love that show. And then um, I also did Angel Beats. And my roommate is a cat. Uh, Angel Beats. Cat, dude. Uh, oh, Angel Beats is good, too. Fuck, uh, I those cats adorable. I love that show. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm way too much into Slice of Life and fucking Romance. Dude. That's like I my favorite genres. That's what, season that's we thought he wasn't going to. We thought this season he wasn't going to do so many depressing ones, considering his very first one for season three was redo of healer. 
<laughs> oh my like, god. Oh, maybe he's you know changed and then he declined that and we're like, nope, same motherfucker. Uh, show, finally, same motherfucker. Exactly. He finally, finally a man worthy of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly this crime belongs to you, not us. Oh god. Motherfucker of my own taste. <laughs> Well, you pretty much you, you pretty much answered my last questions. Essentially, like, what type of like shows have you like put your co-host into like <laughs> into deep fucking traumatization? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to answer that. You guys didn't even have to answer, but you guys did. It's fucking phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah, Mama is the best. It's debatable. Mm. Fight! 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 <laughs> Dude, I'm, okay. all, I'm all for a sad anime and stuff, but. There's there's a limit to the amount of tears I can hold in my eyes. If there's oh. any other kind of anime that you know, like I'll sign whatever I find interesting. Uh, oh, it's on my oh. list. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Like I honestly do, because I remember. I think it was like a month after, like when Violet Evergarden first came out. I like I couldn't sleep at night, so I watched it at midnight to like and watched the whole thing till like five a.m. I was bawling my eyes out most of the entire way, and the only way I was able to sleep was because I got too tired of crying. <laughs> oh my god! I got too weak from being depressed, so I went to bed. <laughs> and then I woke up even more depressed. Yeah, because I'm like, you you cry probably like one or two episodes into like the first eight episodes, which is great. But then once you get to the fucking umbrella episode, I'm like, oh god, oh, bro, I can't bro, stop bro. crying, dude. I can't stop See, crying. The, the episode with the mom and daughter is what got me. Oh my god, dude. Oh. God, was that like episode 11, I think it was? Some shit. I know it was near the oh. end and that broke me. Where she just sent letters to her for like the rest of her life. Oh my god, that was a very powerful scene. And I'm like, no. This this is slightly off topic. But yeah. one that always gets me is the uh, Tales of Bossing Say from Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, really I wrote one. Son. I, was just like, oh, I first watched that and like as a kid. Oh. I didn't understand what that was, but as like, I watched adult. it again years later, and I look at it, I'm like, why did the tears not stop? Oh God! Because you have context behind mock. Oh, don't you fucking dare! I will cry like a bitch. <laughs> that song, dude, is just like fuck my ear. It pulls so hard on your heartstrings from just knowing that you knew that Iroh's son died in the war. And then that's him essentially just like the anniversary of his death. And Then they named like the uh, voice actor also died for uh, Iroh. Oh, he yeah. Died, and I then they named so. the son after him. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's one of the big things is that like when they go um, to con the guy that took over the voice of Iroh. People ask him to sing. sing from, yeah, he refused to sing. He's like, no, that's Mako's song. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking smart fucking answer there. Also, yeah, Mako was so, the last one to sing that song. That was his last time being Iroh. Yeah. The, uh, the, the drawing that he is uh, in front of, that's supposed to be his son, is actually an artist rendition of Mako. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Be, spo- I believe that's the case. Anyway. It's supposed to be like a goodbye to him as well. Yes, it was a, a little memoriam to him. God, that's even more sad. What the fuck? Yeah, so in actuality, we're just thinking like, oh, we're talking about this character's son dying. No, we're talking about also the actual character's voice actor dying. It was a memoriam and a memorial to him. 
Damn, I Gasp. think I'm on the wrong show now, dude. Jesus Christ. I'm at the join Frenchie's fucking group. <laughs> I need to cry, everyone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, get a, I can get a healthy uh, bit of impression in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So a couple of things before we get started as well. Uh, so what do you guys have been watching or reading lately? Uh, yeah, my, dress of, my dress of darling <laughs> has been our assignment. I've been mm-hmm. trying to do some Naruto because I've never seen it prior to. Um, what else? Oh, Spy Family. I've been watching that. The show's yep. fucking incredible. So good. And I think that's really been... I think that's been the big ones I've been trying to keep up with. I took a break. I'm on my first watch through of One Piece. I'm obsessed with the show, but had to take a little bit of a break to try and catch up on some other stuff. Um, started 86. Oh. And then uh, continue my uh, first full watch through of JoJo's as well. She, oh. Oh, he started. He, he started, said, he he said he the said, secret word. He said the curse words. He said the curse words. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh no! <laughs> what part? You said you're in the first. Which part? Don't tell me you skipped the part. Don't, don't think, you know? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I think you guys are in part three, aren't you? Yes. Okay, I figured. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. They haven't reached the best fucking JoJo yet. So, wait, hold on, wait a minute. My favorite one's part three. Your favorite one's part three. Fuck. Never mind. My favorite one's part oh, four. Oh. <laughs> That's, a good choice. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah. I love yeah. them too. Yeah, really, and then really bad um, dad joke for you. Oh god, go for it. it. Do it. Um. What uh, Studio Ghibli film would have stands in it? Which ones? I don't know what. My neighbor Jotaro. No, oh my God, oh, damn it! Oh. Yeah, that's God the type of shit I need in my life. Fuck yeah, baby! God damn it. If you want, follow us on TikTok at the Weekly Weaves. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't do it yesterday because I reached my month, but uh, basically every day <laughs> I do a anime uh, dad joke of the day. And, uh, and that link will be in the description below for all y'all to enjoy. <laughs> okay, so this is your first time going through JoJo? Holy shit, man. So oh I watched God, the first part and a half or so a couple yeah. years ago. I just couldn't get into it. Like, I know JoJo's is a great show. It just, mm-hmm. at that point, my anime tastes were different. Yeah. So I did not go all the way through it. But well, not just that. The first part and a half is like a completely different animal than going forward. Then going oh my forward, God, yeah. Jonathan's so fucking boring. Oh, I, have a, mm. I have a friend who is in love with Jonathan. Like he I just, he like just says, "No, he's my favorite one." Then he is wrong. He's entitled Ooh. to his wrong opinion. I don't know how I feel about this. All right, <laughs> you're just in a lot of people's favorites right now, bud. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's not at least he's not saying anything about Steel Ball Run, which is fine because I still love reading Steel Ball Run. Such a Steel great Ball Run manga. is such the great manga. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, this is more part six, but uh, do you believe in gravity? <laughs> I mean, oh god! Eventually, that'll happen. I would hope so. As long as we're not talking about gravity. gravity. No. <laughs> Look, I don't stock playgrounds, bud. No, god damn it, dude! No. <laughs> try it sometime. It's fun. That's how Batman gets. I don't all play his Persona. Oh, no, god. no, he waits by the orphanage. Orphanage, yeah. <laughs> or he just makes them think they're orphans. Jesus. He is the master of <laughs> hypnosis. Oh god. Was there an me. actual villain in Batman Beyond? <sighs> was it? I'm pretty sure that there was a dude who just used hypnosis. Yes. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen Batman Beyond. 
We're going to meet his voice actor next Sunday. I'm really excited about that. Which one? Will Friedel is going to be at uh, Des Moines. Oh, Will Friedel. Oh, nice. Will Friedel. Nice. Nice. No, we a couple weeks ago we were hoping to meet Kevin Conroy, but um, he had to cancel two days before the con started. And George Aww. Newburn, the voice of Sephiroth, canceled literally the day before. Damn. Oh, damn it. I was very depressed at that one, but it was for family issues, so I was like, "That's fair." I will never be just a dream cloud. <laughs> I also forgot uh, another anime I'm watching currently is Comey Can't Communicate. Nice. Oh, uh, good. Uh, fuck you. you. No, I actually really like it. I know you do. <laughs> I know you yeah. liked it. Hey, once you meet Will Friedle, have him fucking say Fina. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to the next thing that we're going to do. So I like to always pick out random ass fucking anime news things that's going on right now. And just to see if like any of you guys have heard of any of these things or what you guys' opinions on these things. And the first thing I'm going to bring up, which is it's this shit's been like blowing up fucking Twitter and also been blowing up like every other like anime website right now. And it's the rent a girlfriend is getting a live action. Which is oh, going to no. be coming out the same time as the actual second season of the anime as well in July. I can hear the <laughs> cuck, uh, the cuck army rising right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if it's as if the tears of a thousand cuckolds are being dropped as we speak. <laughs> hey, don't talk shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> the NTR enthusiasts right. are arriving at the scene. Who has seen Rent a Girlfriend that's not me or fucking Triple? <laughs> what about you two? Have you seen we it? have not, as far as I I can't speak for Simp Mania over here, but, but uh, I have not yet. It is one that I plan to assign later. Oh, oh, oh fucking fuck away from it. Wow. Stay the fuck away from it. Oh, God. Okay, well, you're about to murder your friendship by tweaking this show, dude. <laughs> No, if what I would have murdered my friendship with these guys, it would have been when I assigned Sky Wizarding Academy. Oh my god, it's the worst oh god. Why? why? I didn't why? know that it was wait, bad. Wait, wait, have you guys seen it? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, finally someone else that knows our pain. Okay, so let no, me it's bad. Let me start off by <laughs> saying horrible. at this time at the time of that, I was still fairly fresh to like he was anime a as a whole. And I was trying to just find something to watch or to assign. And I was trying to find something that my wife would also like, or my wife was interested in because she's been trying to get into the anime train as well. And we saw that one and she's like, why don't we do this one? And I'm like, all right, it seems like it would be pretty cool. And in theory, it would be. In reality, yeah. <laughs> Crimson, I need you to turn in your weave card now, dude. Oh, I just, I just earned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, we're you're we're going to go off the nice reviews list right now. You're losing. Like, like, honestly, though, if you don't watch any of the shit shows, you really don't know what shit is. But if the moment you assign X arms, then I'm going to be like, OK, you really hate everybody that fucking moment you assigned that. You mean the, 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 the show that was made by what? Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll. That also had like. 3D and 2D in the same shot. Yep. Oh, God, that was so bad. And also the main character had a Sharingan. So fucking bad. Why the fuck was that licensed? Like, honestly. Oh, God. We'll okay, what, what show, show, that was, it? What show was it? 
The one show that Frenchie signed I did not like for the life of me was Devilman Crybaby. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a hard opinion. Well, if so, reason being okay. is because... Mm. No, 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 no. You don't get to defend yourself. Please, shit on him for his bad opinion. No, I'm this going, show okay, is so okay. good. I had to watch it twice to kind of, like, really feel how I really felt about the show. And I actually did like the show. After oh. the second viewing. The first viewing, I'm like, I don't know. Once it got to, to watch the again. part where the people were parading around the body oh, yeah. parts... <laughs> I, that was for me. I was just physically sick to my stomach. Well, you didn't even get to the scene the where he ejaculates onto the ceiling. Well, that's in episode five. Yeah, it wasn't because of like the blood and gore. Like I can handle blood and gore. It was just I think it was just the, because of the how society was at that point, and just the knowledge of like society turning that quickly, just being confident enough to do that, just sickened me. And it just completely ruined the show for me. I was like, I, I could, I can never go back and watch it again. Whatever, man. That's a good. It's horrible show. because it's realistic. Exactly, yeah. and that is something that I cannot stomach, and that is why I will not watch that show again. So good. You, you should have him watch Violence Jack and see how he really oh my feels God, about it. Die. Yeah, you'll be dead. You'd be dead because <laughs> Violence Jack is, is part of the fucking the Devil May Cry Baby universe. So <laughs> it, it's also Gachi's favorite. Yeah, it is Gachi's favorite. Oh, God, that's one person you don't want to piss off either. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't know uh, him, but you don't want to piss him off. <laughs> if, if we want to go back to on to the, the topic of the, sh- the horrible shit, uh huh. you guys should do an episode on Domestic Girlfriend at one point. When I was reading through it, I had two other people in the server that was reading through it. I and whenever it, it dropped immediately one of us would at the other two and said it's fucking time and we would come in five minutes later and be like what the fuck was this week and we're like i don't know what the fuck see i'm pissed off now because now that you brought that up because i'm like i expected what i was expecting when i was reading it but and i was like I wasn't. why the fuck am i still reading this I wasn't. You're telling me you expected the last two chapters? Yes, I did. I actually. didn't. I, I kind of saw it coming. <laughs> I, I I think I saw it, but I repressed it because I didn't yeah. want it to happen. That makes because sense. Because I'm like, I, I accepted defeat gracefully. <sighs> and then it threw it back in my fucking face. And I was like, no, why? No, hold on. Wait a minute. Hey, but at least why the though? redeeming quality, though, the redeeming quality for Domestic Girlfriend is that fucking OP is a fucking banger. That's fucking, the only good part about fucking it. Fucking Minami, dude. Minami's fucking so good at making music. Goddamn, so great. All right. I'm so pissed that talent got wasted on that bullshit of a show. Yeah, I bet. All right, cool. All right. And then, next topic, next uh, article I have. So, My Hero spinoff, Vigilantes, is actually going to be ending in May 28th. Really? Yeah. I got, I, when I saw this, I'm like, I need to talk about this because one, it's My Hero spinoff. Two, it's pretty short. Like honestly, for this being a spinoff of the of actual like my hero, I'm surprised how short of like a time span this thing has lasted. Yeah, I and, mean, Boruto's uh, lasting this long. Yeah, and also like, have any of you guys actually read any of the chapters for Vigilantes? I, I started it. off reading it. I didn't watch. I own the it. first two, and I'm just stupid and haven't read them. Mm, okay. I have. Uh, do you guys yet, feel? I really want to. You should. It's actually not a bad read. Um, do you guys feel that this might get an actual anime adaptation? I hope oh, so. Absolutely. I do too. No, I hope no, they no do. the My Hero fanat- fanatics absolutely will be if it gets if, it, if if the anime viewers find out that there's a spinoff. God help them. I'm so surprised some people don't know that they have a spinoff. That's the weird thing. And this fucking and also like the My Hero manga is ending pretty soon. So it's like 
That's oh, yeah, the, perfect, this is the perfect time now. to start reading it. Yeah. They're on their the last arc. arc, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think it's ending, I think by end of June. I think that's when the last chapter comes out. And then we'll have uh, like at least man, two, three more seasons of the show before that ends. Pretty much, yeah. And surprisingly, like this, this series is very on the short end when it comes to like manga. It's only like it's under 400 chapters, which I'm like thoroughly surprised for it being a shonen. Yeah, I would have expected this show to have maybe lasted longer. Um, but I feel I, like because no. they've tried to rush everything, they probably skipped quite a bit that they haven't. Plus, they did have like three movies as well. They did, and that's pretty much it for most of the movies anyways, because they pretty much said that they're only going to do three, and that's it. Yeah, so chances are they're probably doing this season, maybe one or two more, and then they're going to be... That'll be the end of it, I'm sure. Cool. All right, and then last but not least, so Chainsaw Man is ranked number one right now on the U.S. monthly book scan April list. And here's the funny part when it comes to the book scan list. The top 20 are all... Bum 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 mangas. Wow, okay. Interesting. Fuck you, comic book industry. Go to shit. <laughs> I'm thoroughly the with the one thing though, when it comes to some of the names on this list, I am thoroughly surprised about a couple of them. Because one of them is volume 30 of My Hero huh. is on this list, which is at number eleven. So I honestly would have thought this would have been higher since they now we know that the final chapters are coming pretty soon. But the fact that Chainsaw Man Volume 10, which is the most recent volume that dropped, is the first, it's the top one. And then we have Spy Family. We have volumes one. It looks like it's volumes one through seven are in the top 20 right now. So you see that how hyped this show has been getting people to read the manga on top of that. I know Spy Family is number two right now uh, in the ranking oh, of yes, uh, the anime. Yes, it is. And that it's... actually makes me very happy. And that just shows like how banger of a show this is. It is, but also at the same time, it's like it kind of is now going to start forcing more people to start to watch this show because the okay, what the thing is, it overtook the number third, the number three spot, and the show that's at number three is on Attack on Titan season three, part two. And I honestly think that one was the best season of Attack on Titan, but the thing is, have you Attack seen on Titan has just been, I have seen part one, uh, part season one's great. Four? Yeah, I've seen all of fucking. I've seen all of my. I've seen all of fucking uh, of um, Attack on Titan. The thing is, after a certain episode, it just drags, and it's just more and more back, like either more backstory or more just like information that was never given to us at the yeah. beginning. Got a lot of things. We'll That's see. why I season four is is okay. The part one, the first like eight to nine episodes are probably by far some of the best animated ones and some of the best fights that we've seen, but. When you start throwing in like another family that ends up being related to the Akamans, and then out of nowhere you like realize that you don't see some of the other people that are involved, then you start slowly seeing the Diegris, blah blah blah, and all that shit. So it's like there's too much shit that's going on in that entire like small amounts from season four, part one, and then once it drove to part two, like it started putting more questions than actually answering some of that stuff, and it feels super rushed. Like it hundred percent feels super rushed. Which is the stupidest thing that there had to be a fucking part three, because I because my co my co host Mr. Daddy Coons who was not here kind of called that what was gonna happen for season four. He said there's probably gonna be one probably like one part or maybe two parts and probably possibly a movie. If not, he said there's probably gonna be three parts 
And then once the third part's over, expect the movie coming. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing also. I will say he, he pulled he pulled J.K. Rowling's wet dream of trying to do that shit. And not only that, dude, there's still like 25 chapters left that they still haven't put into the series yet. So what mm-hmm. the if if you have that much stuff still left, there's not you can't do 12, 13, or 16 episodes. That thing has to be either a full 24 episode season, or you have to do like 12 and then a movie. Yeah. Because there is gonna do 12 in a movie. Too much. There is still too much information, and I'm betting that that will happen. Yeah. The movie would just be like the epic finale that you have to watch with it. It, it just makes too much sense. I will say that se- season four, part one, was incredible. Season two, uh, season four, part two had a banger open. The openings are probably some of the best, like I think I've seen. I think they kept getting better after every season. Oh, yeah, I think except for one because they had a very mellow one, which I think was the start of season three. A red swan, but then, yeah, I mean, I, I was iffy about it and I just kept skipping them. But all the other ones I didn't I never skipped at all. Like honestly, they're all just they're worth listening to. And if you guys haven't heard those any of the songs, listen to the songs. They're fucking great. <laughs> the rumbling is my all time favorite. Oh, fun fact: the rumbling actually hit number one in the U.S. Billboard charts. Yeah, hell I, I saw yeah, that. it hit number one. Like when I think I think like the second week, uh, my uh, that um, Attack on Titan was out for that season. The second week, imagine that. A fucking random ass song like that hits the fucking top of the charts. It's ridiculous. And it just comes to show you that anime in general is hitting the mainstream so much harder and so much quicker than than I actually expected it. Because I still feel that a lot of anime is still technically like uh, hush hush. Like it's only between friends and stuff like that. Not really hitting the mainstream as hard as it as it was. But now good for them that they're hitting every single cornerstone of like the industry. Yeah. Uh this is this is the point where the gatekeepers are gonna like start getting uh very big yeah. and very offensive. I know, and I'm gonna like, honestly like I kinda it. understand why too. Because once it becomes pop it is mainstream right now, but once it gets even more mainstream to where like everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, this... I'm just gonna do and then some cheeks real quick, and then we're back. <laughs> that makes it all the better to have party mode engaged, so everything shook when you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I just look over. I'm gonna just do this. I love it. I love and my entire screen shakes, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, Holy so shit. All right, we're gonna we're we're gonna be warlock. What the right. hell? <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on to the main topic, and so. The main topic just pretty much essentially is like, why do we actually gravitate towards anime and like also why most of these animes become like instant classics to us? Please. I have a list of like five things. I don't know how big are your guys' lists of like examples and stuff like that. I'm, I'm adapting on the fly, so um, I'll, I'll say around five or six because that's, that's what I can think of. Top of my head. All right. What about you, Frenchie and Crimson? How many do you guys got? Um, more just kind of going on the fly. I do have a little bit of a list, but uh, I have a general ideology. Okay. See, I love how we all came to the same conclusion that we're going to use each other's shit. So I'm just like, yes, interchangeable. Hell yeah. All right, Crimson, start this off. Go for it. (laughs) Fuck you, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) The bar has been made. Yes, I dropped the hammer. Start. Well, my. My anime journey started back in college in 2015. 
Oh, you're and... a baby. Holy shit. Yeah, he baby. that, because I'm a newborn then. You're a baby um, to anime, dude. Fuck. And my room, I walked back into my apartment uh, after a class one day, and my roommate was sitting on the couch watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I was kind of watching for a little bit. I'm like, this looks sick as hell. And he's like, yeah, you've not seen it before? And I'm like, I've never seen anything like this before. And he's like, oh, yeah, pop a seat. And so I sat down and watched some with him, and I'm like, this is really good. And I ended up watching all of that. And then, or no, I watched some of it and then took a pause because of classes getting so hectic. Um, then a couple, about a year or two later, I think, after I moved back to Iowa, um, I watched Soul Eater all the way through. And oh. I think, like, that was, like, my first ever anime that I watched, like, all the way through. And I think something just hit in that moment of, like, uh, Everything that pieced so well together with anime in regards to art style, animation, the humor that you can have in there, as well as like the dark, gritty tones, mm-hmm. everything that fits in most uh, anime works really well. And it just, you know, laxed me in and was like, hey, you're ready for this fun ride. Then I met Frenchie and he assigned sadness. And then I was like, why? You're welcome. You've had too much happiness in your life. Depression now. Apparently, between uh, graduating <laughs> college, getting married, uh, starting oh, yeah, anime you, for my first had, time. Too much in the beginning. God, yeah, I had too much happiness, and Frenchie's like, "Here, let me uh, let me put a pin he's, in he's that for get a your, second. Your murdered you're, parents in the back. Humble your yeah. ass. You're lucky you're not, you're your not ass, one of my. Yeah. You're lucky you're not one of my friends. I would have put you through some trauma as well. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I showed nine people to this point. Uh, I, I know we talked about it before. I, I showed nine people I want to eat your pancreas. Oh, God. without fail, every single one of them has cried, and I, I, I take glory in it. Just I such a weird thing based off of the name, dude. We've watched enough anime to know the name means nothing, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah, yes, that's that dream of bunny girl senpai, exactly. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. you saying bad shit? Like, yeah, but no, no, no. okay. we're, yeah. we're not saying bad shit, we're saying that okay. in regards to names of anime, compared you my to what they actually poorly. are. No, you leave my, my soccer team, team. You leave my, my soccer team alone. <laughs> She's beautiful, you amazing. A show's worth on its name. No, you can't. Longer to name, the better the show. <laughs> Fuck no, that. Then you get the trash isekai shit, yeah. which I love. I mean, we've got that time I got reincarnated as a slime. That show fucking slaps. Hold up, hold up. I got one manga that I'm reading, and it's a literal paragraph. Give me one second. <clears throat> the hero who seeks revenge shall exterminate with darkness. The strongest brave who craves for revenge extinguish them with the power of darkness. That's That's the English name. I thought the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat was a long oh, ass title. No, that's one of the shorter ones, man. There's like a shit ton of. There's mm-hmm. literally a list of like long ass ones, dude. That I can, I can literally just pull off a list and I can just give them. Did to you get you the random see. ass ones that was like I got reincarnated into a vending machine? Yeah, there's that one. I want to watch so that funny. or read it. I it's, want it, to it find is, that. It's a light novel. I want to read that. That sounds fucking hilarious. Literally, that, he gets carried in the back of a hot chick the entire time. The name of that show reminds me of an episode of Adventure Time where Jake is just a brick all day for no reason. Amazing. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like, I just want to be a brick I just, for no reason. It's like, that's the whole episode. I, 
Yeah, pretty much. So I just Google you know stupid what anime was? names, and oh my sure god, there's some really bad ones. Oh, there's I'm definitely some sure bad ones. That episode was literally them just being like, "I, they, they, I'm guarantee you that episode of Venture Time was literally just because they, 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 someone made a bet with them." That is the only way I can process them deciding to make an entire episode of just a dude bringing a brick in a wall. He got bet, and I was like, I dare you to make an entire episode of that. It can't be done. And he was just like, I... I bet. Bet. Mm. See what happens. And it became one of the most memorable episodes to me ever. Alright. Alright, here's one. If I don't successfully pick up 420 girls, I am going to die in a lot of different ways. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. There's there's one of your weird ones right there. Yeah, so and this was not even a fucking isekai. And the oh, funny part is I, it's usually always isekais that have these long ass names. Oh, I want you to make a disgusted great. face and show me your underwear. Oh my god, I remember that one. That one's uh <laughs> That was a trip. Yeah, that was interesting thing to watch. <laughs> For uh World End, what do you do at the end of the world? Are you world busy? Will you save us? You save it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was interesting then, as well. This one, I think Ash will enjoy. Do you love your mom and her mom is multi-target attack? attack. <laughs> I watched that one, and I'm, uh, I'm uh, I can't believe I watched the whole thing. I and the, and the OVA, and the OVA. I want uh, to because it sounds so goddamn funny. It's weird. It is. Oh, it, oh God. Is that the milf one? Yeah, it is. Is it's, it weirder than any other thing you've signed? It's Let's Mama. It's Mama Yeah. Don't think Ash. it could be much weirder than what we've assigned before. Uh, no, you no. challenge yourself now. No, yeah, you really have because this is gonna like make you. F- okay, if you guys haven't watched, if you guys haven't started watching any Syscon stuff, you're probably gonna hate this one. Orimo. <laughs> oh my god. Don't even get me started with Orimo, cause fuck me, dude. Like, okay, we're getting off topic. Fuck, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. So this <laughs> is one of the ways they become really iconic, and why we're drawn to them is stupid names. God, that's actually true. First that's... one, stupid ass names. That's true. Oh God, damn it. All right, were you, <laughs> were you done talking? What you're talking about, Crimson? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> He's like, thank sorry. you for stopping me. I was ranting. I'm glad we stopped the stop this from getting a little more chaotic. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up one. So, the one thing that I feel that kind of will gravitate most of us to anime most of the time, and then also the fact that how it becomes an instant classic, it's the fact that there are memorable scenes in some of these shows where you can honestly just go back to them, go on YouTube, and you will always watch them back and forth. I mean, one of the mm-hmm. best, the one of the, my favorite scenes to watch. Well, I don't want to say it's my favorite scene because then that's just me becoming a masochist. But it's the May the Mayhew's funeral scene. It's oh. still by far one of the most powerful, powerful scenes in that entire moment. I am, him. but the thing is, it's like it's not the fact that like every is every single it character different. in that every single character has a very distinct reaction when that entire funeral happens. The moment his daughter just pretty much starts saying. Why are, they, why are they fucking there? How's he gonna yeah. work if they put all that dirt on it's, him? And then you see like then you see like Hawkeye, she's like her eyes is like wide open and she's trying to hold her fucking face. She's holding her face down. Then you see fucking Roy with his head still held up high. You see fucking Armstrong, who's usually a very good gentle giant, just like bawling on top of that as well. And then the moment like the they're done burying him, and after you stop hearing her scream and all that stuff. 
you just see that iconic ass fucking moment with fucking Roy Mustangs like it's a good day for rain and it's like it's not raining. It's like yes, it is, and he starts just fucking tearing up, dude. I'm like, another great scene of that same show is when he gets revenge. Yes, fucking envy, and he just goes to fucking town. Another good scene of that show is just the entire show. I mean, there's not a bad scene in that fucking show. Also true. No, there really isn't, and that's why, like, I feel that Fullmetal Alchemist, even though it's like. I feel that everyone's gonna gravitate to either Brotherhood or the other or the other series. It doesn't matter on that one. It's both of them still has some pretty dope scenes, but that one scene in general, it's so fucking hard to not cry in that one. And that's how I feel when it comes to memorable scenes. Like that one specifically is a really good memorable scene. And then one of my favorite memorable scenes has to come straight out of fucking JoJo as well. And it's the fucking the the fight between Pet Shop. And fucking Iggy. Iggy. Wait, wait, wait. Like, There's if you guys have that shop, yes, yep. you have not yes. gotten that far in the show. I, that's why I'm gonna stop. That's why. That's why I'm gonna. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna stop right there because I don't want to keep talking about it because you guys still haven't finished like, JoJo's part three. Speaking but I gotta have, great. Uh, it, great. I'm only What's gonna up? say one thing, and mm-hmm. Ash, you're gonna immediately understand. Uh huh. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I do need a little I cried like a little bitch. I cried like a little bitch. Is it P E T shop or P E P? Pet pet shop. I thought it might have been like the pet shop boys because the way all the fucking shit they do with music. Well, that's that's what that reference is. It's a reference to that. That's a reference to that. God damn it. Okay, so you're at the part now where it's like at first it was tarot cards. Then it's going to turn into Egyptian gods. gods. And from that point going forward in the entire series up to part eight, just it's going to be stupid. music references. Just stupid amount of music references. They already oh, have so many music guy. references. They, they do. They also have Metallica. ASU do DC Wamu, Santana. Yeah, Santana, which is sent to be Robert E. O. Speedwagon. Oh, Speedwagon. Get it right. Yeah, Dio Brando. They got that one. JoJo is essentially a Beatles song. I mean, come on. Jolene. Jolene. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jolene. 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 Walk like an Egyptian. That's a joke in there, too. Yeah, I mean, just the ending song to part one and part two. You get roundabout cars, cars, yeah, cars. Like honestly, like, and see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, it for JoJo's is an instant classic because if you can remember a lot of these things and it still comes to your head, even though we're just talking about characters, you see that you can. That's why we gravitate towards it. Like honestly, I have more respect for the show, but I stand by my statement of it being still fairly stupid as fuck. Oh, absolutely. That's the that's point. The perfect part about it, the insanity of it. It's not called bizarre. It's not called like literal adventure. It's called bizarre adventure. <laughs> you talk about it being stupid as fuck, and your favorite anime is about an overpowered slime that protects a village and is now a yes. demon lord. Yes. Don't talk to me. <laughs> it's been fun having you guys. <laughs> Ironic enough, because right. I don't even like that one. I used to like it Neither when it wasn't, you know, immediately busted with everything you do, and you had to be slightly tactical. Now it's just, how much energy can I throw at you now? And at that point, I was like, all right, I think I'm... Only Dragon Ball can get away with yeah, this I was saying, That's every isekai, basically. 
Yeah, it's mainly isekais. There's very few isekais that can get away with it. The assassin one's one of them because he actually doesn't use blast. And he can't use blast, so he has to be very smart about what he does. Um, I'm trying to think of an isekai, a good isekai. Well, there's, there's Tenshi Muyo, War and Geminar. That's technically oh. an isekai. That's true. Jobless yeah. Reincarnation. Jobless we'll Reincarnation time. is really... Dude, that is, like, it has been said before, that is the grandfather of all isekai. That thing walked so every other isekai can run. Jobless Reincarnation is not that old, is it? The the light novel manga for, uh, manga, yeah. Oh, gotcha. It was a yeah. web novel that started off the trend of isekai. It wasn't the original one because you want to get technical a lot. There's a lot of older ones. Like if you, technically speaking, Digimon's one. Yeah. <laughs> technically, it 100 percent is one. Yeah, Digimon's one. And but it's not the first one to do it, but it popularized it mm-hmm. when it was a light novel. And then it like as as everything else grew, the idea of it grew. It grew. <laughs> Fair enough. So it, it it was a very popular one, hmm. which, which kind of leaves. Is it okay if I if I go into one of mine? Oh hell yeah, go for it, dude. Uh, the music has to be good. Yes. Okay, I had that on my list too. <laughs> I agree with that. Like, like if the music is not good, you're not gonna have as good of a, as an immediate response to it. Because we can go back to JoJo's and use that as an, as an example. The music of JoJo is fantastic. Bloody yes, stream. It is a classic that as soon as you hear like a beat from it, boom. Immediately everyone's like, all right, well, I love that fucking song. Let's keep going. Let's vibe now. We we in the JoJo rock now. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like everyone always hears uh, Viento el, el Oro, which is the fucking Giorno theme. Like everyone fucking loves. That thing has been put in so much shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like even anything that's not JoJo related, that thing is in there all the damn time. And it's a banger of a fucking song, dude. Like a big banger. Like, and dude. like a lot of the good shit happens, like Naruto with its bluebird opening. I like that one. I mean, I like uh, sil- I like the silhouette one from Kanaboon. Like that one's a really mm-hmm. good one too. If like, it has a good fucking opening and a good soundtrack based around it, it's gonna be memorable. And, and okay. you know, like the prime example that no one ever thinks of, but they're also always grouping when I bring this up to them. Mm-hmm. Ghost and Shell. Yeah. Oh yeah. You are hundred percent right on that thing. Okay. Well, since since you brought up since you brought up music, essentially an OPs. What's everyone name two OPs that you fucking love listening to? Um, uh, Cinderella, uh, Cinderella by Cinder Girl, which is the uh, opening for Comey Can't Communicate. Oh, communicate. Yeah. And then uh, it's not an OP, but it's an ending song for Ooh. Shadows House. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that one, but I really that that song's really good. Also, never those finished. Are two it, that I'm, those are two that I'm stuck on at this moment that are like just they constantly go through my head. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and Paradise from uh, Skate the Infinity. <laughs> okay, that's not too bad. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, I'll bring up one that I actually brought up earlier, which is the Domestic Girlfriend OP. Like, dude, that song is so fucking good, dude. Fucking Mirami me, me Crying for the Rain is such a good fucking, like, OP. Then also the art style, the way how that OP is portrayed, it's so good. Like, if you guys haven't seen that, I highly recommend you guys watch it. And then also, like, another OP that's actually pretty badass, it's the Boogie Pop and Others from, I think it was, like, 2018, I think it was. Uh, that opening is pretty good. That's done by Mythenroid. And it is such a good one. It's called Shadowgraph, I believe is the name of the song. 
you see the transitions of like how the the stories kind of plays out in that entire in that specific op and it's so good it's a very great song like i highly recommend people to listen to that it's really good uh, one for me has got to be signed by flow which from naruto it's the open that has the jiraiya pain fight and the sasuke itachi fight mm-hmm. oh yes depression oh yeah <laughs> But it's so good. Like the song itself is great, but then you add in the visuals in the open, and oh my god, it takes it to another level. Um, really, just almost any song by Flow that's been used in an anime is ridiculous because you've got Sign, you've got World End, you've got Howling, um, mm-hmm. Colors. There's so many. Uh, they did a Shala Head Shala from Dragon Shala. Ball Z. Yeah, Head Shala. And then that's a classic. Uh, one that I have been listening to a lot lately is Kiss of Death from... Oh, uh, but fuck it. Darling and the Franks, dude? Yes. Let's go. Darling and the Franks is one of my all-time favorite shows. Really? Yes. I know that oh. a lot of people hate it because of the way it ends and the weird stuff in it. I do not yep. care. You mean the NTR that occurred? Yeah, pretty much, but still. I had high hopes for that show, but at least the banger's great, and I love the interactions with Zero Two and Hero. Like, I love their interactions all the damn time. It's yeah, I don't just... really care about any of the other characters. It's just the two of them ah, who I love so much. That's fair. It's understandable, because you know, most of the other characters are just throwaways, like, honestly. You know which one I'm surprised you guys didn't mention? Which one? Tank? Cowboy Bebop? Oh, that See, is a good one. That is a great one, but also the fact that, like, I feel that it's kind of been overplayed. I hate saying that, but it kind of really is because everyone like that's when everyone is live action. I yeah, kind of. I also blame all the people that are like barely getting into anime and nine times out of ten, they always say like, oh, my God, Cowboy Bebop. And they all they do is just like play tank all the damn time. That's annoying after a while, even though I've seen tank. I've seen Cowboy Bebop when it was on Toonami. I've seen it even before the live action happened again for like a second time. And the third time I watched it just with my girlfriend because she's never heard of Cowboy Bebop. Only because of like, only because of live action, she she knows about it. That's it. Oh God, no! Oh God, no! No, no, she didn't watch. She no, she no, she didn't watch it. Thank fucking God, I told her not to watch it. I told her not because I already watched it just so I could be the guinea pig for it, and it's not great. I got one episode in, and I was like, no, fuck that shit. Nope. (laughs) I got one episode in, and I'm like, they did not just change the backstory for half the characters, did they? And then I watched, and was like, oh, they absolutely did. Oh, oh, that makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Trying to find uh, it. We did a... we did an entire episode about um anime opens and oh my god, it's so fucking good. Oh I yeah. Did, I did too. I have two episodes of that. I have one with just me and my co-host, and I had one with Mitch from the Talking Anime, who is Triple's co- uh, main host. He was also on the one that we did. That was you... great because I've actually got a chance to talk about specific like animes openings that a lot of people definitely take for granted because all right fuck it i'm just gonna bring it up right now hajime Ippo's second opening is Ugh. fucking good like yeah no one talks about that one because it's so fucking good and i can tell that not a lot of people have not seen hajime no Ippo. it's such you know, a you know, great fucking show dude. you know what it is a lot what? of the older older, older folks that watch that shit like us mm-hmm. uh i'm sorry did you just call us the older folks no fuck Ippo. you you well, know I'm damn right about this. I'm old as fuck, too, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, I'm 21, dog. I know, you are. I'm 32. Shit. <laughs> uh, 
only yeah. 26, uh, but yeah, of, holy shit. Yeah, see, I told you, yeah. You've watched anime for a while. I've, uh, yeah, I know. People I've also seen a shit ton of anime. I've been watching anime since the 90s, so I mean, yeah. And no one talks about Hajime no Ippo. Because no shit. they don't want people finding out about Hajime no Ippo. Yeah, and nobody likes because to watch it my favorite. the best. That yeah, way. and no one likes watching my favorite sports anime of all time either because no one's fucking heard of it, which is Captain Sabasa. Such a great show. Like, old fucking soccer. Let's go, dude. I, Come on. I, had, I hosted an anime night in the Discord server once. And we watched the entirety of Megaloboxing. Nice. And the owner of that server was like watching it with us. And he's like, man... I love this show. I wish there was something else about it. And I was like, yeah, they just don't make stuff like Hajime no Ippo anymore. <laughs> and I was just like, he was just like, what's Hajime no Ippo? And I'm like, oh. Oh, leaving the server. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Boy, dude, you have time for an episode or two. He's like, I've got time. So we watched it, and he got to the scene where he actually threw a good punch for once, like in the dojo. Oh, yeah. And immediately, because the dude who, who who has actually done boxing before, the owner has done boxing, mm-hmm. he immediately lost his shit. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's fucking great. Like, honestly. And I was like, oh, oh, he likes it. Good. We can keep going then. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Durara's opening. What's up? Wait, which one? Durara. Durara? Durara? Durara. As far as uh, for you, yeah, that one, yeah, or do you, or okay, because that uh, one's really good. And, and the, the, the Duohan, okay, yeah, that one's really good. I like, um, I think the for the second opening, which was, I think, complication or complicated, Com- that, complicated, complicated, yeah, that one's really Tackle good, too. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't watched Durada enough because apparently you don't no, know about I've, that I've, song. I've, Dude, I've seen the Durada first season. Hilarious. I've seen the first season okay. of it. It's, okay, uh, okay, well, when you watch the second season, you'll know what song I'm talking about because that song's literally called Complicated. It's actually a really good song. It's very mellow how it is. And I fucking love Shizuo, dude. Like, Shizuo's like my favorite character. Come on, dude. Mine is Izaya. Everyone loves Izaya, yeah. I love Shizuo oh, because he's just a love salty. Well, I do sim for Salty though. I will agree on that. I, no, absolutely. I agree with that too. You don't you're wrong. Dude, like this man literally punched a dude out of his clothes. It's fucking phenomenal. Come on. A <laughs> <laughs> effing vending machine is a bat. Dude, that <laughs> dude, my favorite part is all like, you aim for my head, you were trying to kill me, huh? And then bam! He's like, that means Beautiful. I can retaliate full force, right? And he was like, yeah. no. Yes. Yeah. Oh, do it. God. Do it. God, all right. So, what about you, Frenchie? What uh, gravitates to your towards anime? Um, I definitely think music is a big part of it. Um, I think now with how you know the internet has grown, it's a lot easier to get recommendations. Yes. And one of the problem with that though is that stuff gets overhyped. Yeah. A little bit like yeah. uh, World's Finest Assassin was one that I enjoyed watching, but the hype around it that I saw online made it seem like it was going to be a lot better. Yeah, and I also see all the hate around shows that I watch and end up really enjoying. Um, like I mentioned, one of those would be um, Darling the Franks, and I know I got I will always get shit for this, but one of my all time favorites, not even all, one of my all time favorite, is Sao, just because it I watched that show during a really difficult point in my life, and mm. for some reason it really stuck with me. And has easily, you know, been one that I've been able to rewatch multiple times. We pretend like ALO doesn't exist, just like the show pretends ALO doesn't exist. 
Um, but seeing recommendations from people is always helpful. And, you know, just being around friends that they get to know what you like is really helpful. Um, one of the, some of the ones we've been watching recently in the last six months or so from our co-host Zario have been kind of the older ones that, you know, I grew up watching anime like Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. You know, the stuff that was really big in the early 2000s and the 90s. But he has given us some assignments like Trigun, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Wolf's Reign, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Stuff that, you know, that people know about, but not everyone has actually sat down and watched. And I think that's one of the things is that because of how the internet has grown and stuff like that, is that obviously you've got the iconic stuff like Bleach, One Piece, Naruto, the big three, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, the stuff that is, you know, it's stuck over the last 20, 30 years. But at the same time, I think now with the growth of the internet and social media, you've got Facebook groups that are completely devoted to anime. There is, you know, Crunchyroll has such an intense library of stuff. You can go back and rewatch the older stuff you've never seen before. And honestly, I think if you were to make shows like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto today, they would not nearly be as successful because they would get so shit on in their first season that they wouldn't continue. Like, I love Naruto Shippuden, but you cannot tell me the beginning of Naruto is good. No, it's awful. Yeah, it is. I, I, I still watched that whole entire series, and I still didn't like the series. I'm still watching the series for the regular Naruto, and it's not... My opinion, it's not bad, but it... It's t it takes a while for, for me to kind of get into it. Oh, and fuck, you think Bleach would have survived after the Bount arc? Oh, fuck no, dude. The, the 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 amount of filler. I, I'm a I'm a Bleach fanboy. I'll yeah, say it is. right here, right now. I love Bleach. It is my what is one of my favorite. It is my top three anime of all time, just because I grew up with the shit. But it could not survive today's climate. Like no. we're gonna get the Thousand Year Blood War arc, and I think it's only gonna be as hype as it. It's only gonna be as good as it is because it has the original cast and shit coming back to it, and they loved working on the first place. They're gonna put 100 percent effort into it. It's gonna look good. It's gonna sound good. And it's gonna just gonna be based on like you know what we have the hype for it. It's gonna be good, but if it had the original show nowadays, would not have worked. God no, it didn't even work it when it came out and it got canceled. Did it get canceled? Sure, yeah, it's more forgot. Why didn't they not finish the fucking Thousand Year War arc? Uh, they did. They just said like, okay, it's not canceled, but you're we're stepping up the date of it being done. So it got canceled. It's, eh, yeah. It, it got canceled without being officially canceled. I just think it's funny, like how it's considered a big three, but it's still, and it got canceled. That doesn't make sense to me. I think Blood Lab did. It, it's big three because it literally no other show at the time could compete with either of the three. No, I know. And also the fact that the manga sells for those ones, like they were the ones that were on top of every fucking charts during that time period. Oh, yeah. Just, which is understandable. Even One Piece would really struggle because the beginning of One Piece. Is really slow. I love One Piece, but I'm 30 chapters into that, and I feel bored out of my fucking mind. I'm I can't get past episode 50. I I'm gave a, it a fighting chance, and I'm like, I can't. I got to Alabasta, and I fell in love with it. Fucking yeah, and Crocodile. I've we've interviewed Crocodile's voice actor, and I've met Vivi's voice actress, and I got an autographed print from her. I fucking love those two characters. The um, a lot of the shit nowadays only survived due to nostalgia and like 
the fact that they've been here so long that we built a connection to them. And they didn't have the competition. I think the statistic is that like 70% of anime that has ever been created has come out in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten so popular and inflated that like all the shit that we're very comfortable with. Because mm-hmm. like another aspect of that is that like the creative shit doesn't come out anymore. People play it safe now. That's the same story. Everything we get nowadays, is yeah, that, the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah, because no one really wants to take like a dive into like a different type of thing. Like because one of my favorite, it's either going to succeed or it's going to fail, and more than likely, it's going to it's going to fail. Which is true, because I mean, like one of my favorite shows growing up back in back in the nineties. Who I get to finally say that back in the nineties. There's a show called Slayers. So if those of you have never heard of Slayers, it's essentially the creator of that is essentially he made a D and D campaign, and that's his D and D campaign that became an actual like. An actual anime, which is actually pretty fucking badass. Uh, there's a lot of like strong characters that are in that specific series. Most of them are female in that one, and like honestly, there's not a whole lot of in the '90s. There wasn't a whole lot of actual oh, strong female representation that wasn't Sailor Moon or Cardcaptor Sakura, like in general from those ones. But like this one actually kind of showed that these actual like characters are pretty cool, and it's a fantasy world that's not a fucking isekai. And mm-hmm. it shows you that they can make a fantasy actual show without it being an isekai. But yet there's not a lot of fucking other studios or like manga that try to do that. Because the only other one that I really did enjoy that wasn't an isekai, which was um, was it the golem and the forest spirit. I think that's the one. That was the one with like there was a golem like taking care of a little girl to try to find humans for her to actually end up. Being oh, yeah. Yes. Like that one's really good. The problem is, I can't think of another fantasy show that's there that isn't just plain fantasy, that isn't an isekai. Right. Like Slayers was one that I grew up with, and they made a sequel, just Slayers, I think it was like Slayers X or Slayers Plus. I don't remember which one it was, but they continued that series, which is great. But with, with, it's with rare. With those shows, you get two, you get two types. Uh, you, you Technically, you get three types. You get like the, 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 stuff, the, the stuff with the golem, where it's just like straight fantasy. Mm-hmm. In that world, nothing else. You have the isekai bullshit, whereas human gets reincarnated into a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Or you get third, which is often it's going to be like a fitty-fitty if it's good or not, which is just reincarnation into the same fantasy world. I've seen plenty of good ones where it's like like a, a wizard that's been like uh, top tier decides that I'm just going to reincarnate the future down the line when technology is more advanced so I can just continue my research better. And they'll reincarnate themselves into the same world just later on. Yeah. So it's not technically an isekai, but it has the same feeling of an isekai. That's and fair. It's, it's yeah, because it, I feel that's that one genre that kind of needs to like get pushed on a bit more because, like, even Berserk is still cons- I still consider that a fantasy seinen, which is oh, it's like absolutely that, it's absolutely hundred percent fantasy. But like, they don't make them as like those though, like that one. I mean. They didn't make an actual anime for like Vagabond, but even Vagabond's a really good fucking read. Like Jesus Christ, and that's also fan. That's I can kind of technically put that in the genre of fantasy as well, because it's a little bit more historic. But even then, it's still like in a time period that's different from ours that we normally fucking get. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's one of the reasons when we watched Two Year Eternity, it was such a breath of fresh air. Is that it literally? starts you at the character's beginning of his journey and you get to grow with him 
Fushi, and you get a great story along with it, and a world that is a mix of fantasy and, you know, older technology and stuff like that. I highly, highly agree with you on that one. That's yes. That's a good way of putting it. Like, honestly, it is. Alright, so... It's a show that you can grow with a character, and those mm-hmm. are usually just... You have a higher chance of succeeding when you have a, a, a show where a character grows with you. Agreed. I like, the fact, I like the fact that you brought that up because I one of my reasonings behind why we gravitate and what makes actual anime an instant classic, it's the characters. It literally is. Like, these characters have an impact, not only in the story-wise that's going on, but it also gives an impact in your own personal life as well. Whether they're struggling on like certain things, like trials, tribulations, they've gone through abuse, all that stuff, you can relate to some of these characters. And like, I hate the fact that I have this character as like me being relatable because none of the shit that happened to this character has actually happened to me. But slight trauma, maybe uh, oh. guts from Berserk. I mean, like, ever since he was a kid, Dude, like, you he was the born... fuck up about Berserk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like guts was born out of a corpse and like instantly everyone always says that he's just gonna be a problem the entire way so that's essentially just like he was already being bullied at, the, at like the him for like not even being coherent on top of that that dude was like raped as a child and it's like not fucking mm-hmm. cool man jesus christ he's been like back and forth with other people and then it now that his, his it is unapologetically brutal in every single aspect of its nature yeah, and he gets betrayed by like what Everybody. he considered was his best friend. At, on top of that, but even his friend doesn't his father his yeah. original group, his mm. best friend, his actual group. group. Every I friend, do have an important most question. Most he made along the way, he gets What's betrayed. Up? They either. Um, would you find it guts wrenching? Oh God, damn it! <laughs> you know what? I need that right now. Right, right, and then I also have another character that that kind of goes coincide with this one. There, it's Tomoya from Clanad. Like I, I feel him like most of the time because one, he kind of has he has like an alcoholic dad that's essentially like not really there for him most of the time, and it's you can kind of feel the same way, especially if you maybe had a you've had like you had a single parent with you, and nine times out of ten they really couldn't be there for you half the time because they were busy putting food on the table or drinking he had he got yeah he got injured because his dad was being you know he he always says his dad was being very abusive to him but that one was like a clear accident on that part but even then that still plays a toll on him that stops him from doing what he wanted to do which is play basketball and all that stuff like him meeting all these new people around him kind of gravitating him for him being kind of a delinquent the entire time like slowly you start seeing that he gets redemption throughout his entire life and on top of that, it's like even in since you guys haven't gone to after stories yet, I'm not really going to talk about. It, but in after stories, he kind of does have more redemption from there on out from his entire life, and it's <laughs> very, very strong. Like I love Tomoya. Tomoya is like one of my favorite like male protagonists in an actual like harem series. But it's just the fact that in general, him most people have gone through like something that he's gone through, and you can really relate to it. And that's why I feel that characters do have an impact in the shows and a lot in your own life. On top of that. I was telling Frenchie earlier this week when we were doing uh, when we were watching Dress of Darling, I told him I'm like, this show is one of the most relatable shows I've seen in a hot minute because it's about the girl who does cosplay and Mm -hmm. how she, uh, you know, the guy who is a doll maker. So awkward and so perfect. Yeah, exactly. And 
the whole thing with her trying to find other cosplayers and saying, you know, like, it's for everybody kind of thing. Like, that's very true. And it truly hits at home. And it's like, wow. And, you know, with your point about Tomoya, one of the things that I think makes him so relatable is he doesn't deal with anyone's shit. He's just like, you know, this is dumb. And I'm not afraid to tell you that it's dumb. True. You know, another good example of this is the uh, is Angel Beats. I know we talked about it before, but Angel Beats is a good example of relativity because mm. it's literally just about like how e- e- each and every single one of these people like you guys. Have you guys watched Angel Beats yet? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've it was assigned. I think Frenchie assigned it. Oh, of course, I did. Yeah, depressing ass bastard. Yes. You understand my pain. One of those things. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, they're all, it's like one of the, because I know everyone can relate to this into some manner. They all kind of put on their own guise as to why, they're all depressed as fuck. Yeah. Every single character is depressed as fuck in their own way. <sighs> and they hide it differently. And the main character, either by coincidence or on purpose, stumbles upon it and makes them like, live through their trauma again so they can get over it. Yeah, now that you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> it is one of the most, like, it's it's one of those shits where it's just straight up, like, everyone can relate to at least one of the characters, whether it be something along the lines where you're physically unable to go out and interact with people because you're either bedridden or you had an abusive household or you just weren't born in, born the best way, so you just couldn't go out there and interact with everyone because you couldn't physically relate to anybody. Right. You couldn't go out there. You couldn't talk to people because any topics you would have brought up, you don't mm-hmm. know anything about that. You're new to the place. You're just a fucked up individual. You're literally just someone who everyone already assumes something about you, so they don't get anywhere near you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they always they don't try to get to know you. That's, there is literally yeah. a character in that show for, built for everybody. The characters make that show, and while it has good music, while it has good animation, it would not be anywhere near as good if it wasn't as relatable with the characters. Yeah, very valid. I hella agree with that. Like that's that. I mean, that's like a main staple when it comes to anime. It's just like the characters being very relatable. It's you got to be able to like feel something from them. On top of that, it's like, oh, cool, cool. I'm watching the show. I don't give a shit about the dude. But even though like I'm watching it, but it does it doesn't hit as hard as the show is supposed to, unless you really feel for the character itself, like whether you can put yourself in their shoes or, you know, somebody that's been in their shoes and be like, fuck man. Like I, I've known somebody that went through something like that or, or like I've gone through something like that. Like I know for the fact, the main character, how he died, he Mm -hmm. went out like a fucking hero. And I know for a fact, when I talked to people about that, they were like, I couldn't really relate to anybody. But I like if I had a choice, I would have died. Like I, I would have chosen to die. Like one of the main characters would have. <laughs> and that's kind of one of those things where it's like if you can get a multifaceted way of relating to people, not just experiences, but like ideals. Like the dude's ideal was I wanted to be a good doctor. I wanted to help people. I wanted to save people. I don't care what it happens to me. I had something bad happen to me. Now I want to help people. Yeah, definitely. And deep, like I, I know that deep down, everyone's fu- like. Humanity has proven itself a point in time again to be absolute garbage when it comes to doing anything. Mm-hmm. We fuck up, we stumble. No matter what we do, we always somehow fuck up the situation, whether it be with the environment, 
interacting with people, or we just get greedy and we don't realize it, or if we do realize it, and we just don't stop to care about it. But it also puts into perspective that no matter how far gone you are, always somewhere deep inside that one person, you kind of want to be better. And yeah. you, you, you have that gut instinct where it's like, I'm bad right now, I recognize I'm bad right now, or so I can be better. And I'm going to start being better. But to be better, I have to do this thing, or I have to do that thing, and it just start putting it off. So when you see an actual character going through with it and saying, I'm going to be better, and then they actually start getting better, mm-hmm. that's one of those things where it's like, you're living out how you want to live out when you watch them. Mm-hmm. So you can relate to them, you feel that, and you're just like, oh, god damn. Fuck Agreed. yes. That's what oh, I want. Agreed, man. I agree with that 100%. Same. Oof, man. You just brought up, like, as soon as you said something like that and started just going going on about it, it just reminded me instantly about Nana. And Nana was, like, mm-hmm. one of my... I love that show. It's it's literally tied for my number one favorite anime of all time. And one of my favorite, like, interactions was essentially uh, between the two girls, which they're both named Nana. And that... I forgot what episode it was. It's like episode like 14 or 15, I think it was. It's where they they bought matching cups and they're both stra- they have strawberries all over them. And this is and there's and it comes in a pair. So it essentially shows that these cups are like their friendship, them being together. But the moment one of them breaks, it the both the characters kind of start splitting off a bit more and they slowly start they start kind of regretting and hating each other for a while and even though they've been trying so hard to piece every piece of the relationship back together i'm like i started like bawling when like i saw that scene happen because that was when like the story started turning and i'm like fuck and it just sucks because it's like it's your best it's essentially someone you met becoming your best friend and you end up kind of getting betrayed by your best friend and it's like fuck man traumatized for 300 oh if if you if you guys watch that one, oh, I am down to fucking be there with you guys. I, I watched like the spinoff of it too. It's just it's forty eight episodes of it's so fucking good. I, uh, I watched the spinoff of it too. Did you know it had a spinoff? No, I didn't. It's called Golden Time, and it takes. Oh goddamn! Yeah, okay, I have seen Golden Time. That's yeah, good. It's, it's the exact same author, exact same universe, and it actually oh. involves both those characters. They're yeah. side characters in it because Golden, Golden Time is so fucking good, and I, I honestly wasn't expecting that shit because like. Um, Dude, when the main character of Golden Time cried because, like, because I'm, I'm assuming everyone here has w- w- watched it or read it. I have. I don't know about the other. Watched what? Golden, Golden Time. Time. Never seen it. Golden oh. Time is a. It's not really Ooh. a spoiler because um. They talk about it at the beginning. They they, they talk about it at the very beginning, but yeah. the main character has amnesia. Okay. He doesn't remember who he was at all. And the story is kind of about him going about being an absolute stranger in his own body, where he had to give up where he was and continue on living like in another place because everyone already knew him, but he didn't know everyone else, so it made him feel fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. So eventually he's like, fuck it, I'm going away. To where he met his, uh, I think it was his childhood friend, right? Yeah, who was like his ex-girlfriend at the who time. Who was his ex-girlfriend too. Yeah. And it made him feel even fucking worse. And he's like, eventually, like, I think it does start getting his memories back. Yeah. And he starts having fucking panic attacks. He's like, I don't want to leave because I don't know if I get those memory backs. I'm not going to be me. I don't want to die. Dude, fucking Coco is by far like the best fucking like 
besides my sakurajima like she is also one of the best well-written female characters when it comes to like dealing with shit that doesn't have to involve her but man her going through that with him is so fucking gut-wrenching and it's so the amount of emotional trauma that girl went through i yeah so fucking because like that is like one of the most realistically written people i've ever seen in an anime because like (sighs) that's how people actually would have reacted it's just like like there are just points in times where they can't say anything so but they still start acting so like at one point she had like a fan that had like a yes and a no on one side and like i don't remember the exact conversation or what brought it up but they started getting into an argument and she started getting really nervous and she didn't really want to talk about it so instead of like talking she just put the signs up and he's like look you just want to leave me right and she just put the no 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 and it was dude it fucking it was it's heart-wrenching that That joe is heart-wrenching i love it yeah, if you guys want to go through some trauma, you should watch that or Nana. Dude, you, really you'll really definitely, good. you'll both, you guys will go through a lot of trauma. I tried. I tried like a little bitch. I, I was but, first, but I cried like a little fucking baby. But at least there's a lighter note in that series because it's it's oh, probably yeah. one of my favorite scenes, and I know it's your favorite scene too, Triple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Da, uh, my boy, boyfriend. <laughs> we were lovers in another life. I was yeah. a lost shepherd. You have to watch Nana to watch Golden Time. No, no, you do not no, have no. to. It's its own standalone story. It's its own stand. If you know it, you see a lot of hints to it because, like, yes. a lot of the main characters like relate back to him. But you do not need to watch them at all. No, you can you watch one or the other, and they will not affect one another. Nice. You'll probably get more amusement out of it if you watch one, but you don't need to. It's my turn to assign this week. Oh God! Oh, forgot it was. Oh shit! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Activate order 66. Do it. I will be there immediately the moment that gets assigned because I'll be like, yes, yeah, time to listen hey, yo, to everyone's reactions. I heard you talking up some uh, golden time, dog. So uh, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> got a gal in the water. Let's go. Oh, all right. Anybody, uh, anybody else got something? Uh, I want to talk about the aesthetic or the personality. Okay. So every, every show has its own personality, really. Mm. And that really defines it for me. Because if a show doesn't have a personality that's just bland, you're not going to remember it. You're not going to gravitate towards it. And I think yeah. that's why a lot of the shows um, get remembered because of their personality. Whether they develop it or they have it straight off the bat. Like Dragon Ball had that shit straight off the bat. It was its own thing. No one else has done Dragon Ball. They've tried to, but it's been a horrible fucking ripoff. Uh, oh. Pokemon. It's, it, it, it was like one of the original ones that did that shit. But I want you to think back to every single one of those big wig like ones, and I want you to think about the personality behind it. Full Metal Alchemist had its own personality. It was serious, it also silly. It had uh, a bunch of serious moments. It was like talking about really fucked up subjects. But then it could also switch next scene to where Ed looks like a goddamn worm snake thing. I mean, card character Sakura had something similar to that as well, where like one mm-hmm. of the characters was kind of in love with like an older person. On top of that, and they were like in middle school. And you don't see it the first time you actually watch the series, but the second time around, you realize this is a very creepy relationship that is mm-hmm. going on right now in the show. And it, the fact that for it being a shoujo or a maho shoujo, and the fact that it, it hits some pretty good adult themes in it for these, these are just kids. It showed that like there's a lot of maturity, like when it came around in the 90s that they actually had compared to most of the stuff that we're getting nowadays, because there are some that can do the maturity level uh, kind of stuff pretty well in some aspects, like like a golden time or 
even like Nana, but even though Nana came out in like the early 2000s, they're really, you really don't get a whole lot. When they don't baby you, you feel like an adult and it pays the fuck off. And it pays, it pays dividends and everything, man. It really does. And you, you see examples of that shit everywhere. Like Berserk has a completely different personality. It has a whole different shtick. It's not silly at all. Every single aspect of that, aside from maybe Puck, is just absolute deadpan, serious, stoic bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it pays the fuck off. It doesn't stray from its personality. It stays right the fuck on there. And even in itself, having two different kind of genres mixed together could be its own personality. What was the that. name? What was the name? Of, oh, sorry to, to cut you off. But what oh, was the name it. of what was the name of the girl that essentially was like following guts for a while? Uh, when uh, at, at that moment where like uh, her dad was like essentially becoming like a demon the entire time, or was it like Teresa? I think was her name was. It was in it was in the uh, later chapters. Was it the night chick or no? It was the little girl essentially. Like her the father bitch. was just essentially becoming like it's just getting worse and worse, and that and he started realizing that like oh I have my daughter here, and the fact that like. Ever since her mother died, I just became like less of a human the entire time, and that's when like fucking guts literally just stabs that fucking like sword right through his fucking head. To like for him realizing now, I am actually I had a daughter and it's and I'm human now. And like fuck, I I I forgive myself for all my mistakes, and I'm like fuck. Actually, this winter you just gonna it is dark and it's unforgiving. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Boy, he's, he's, a, he's a man. He's he's a man that needs like a hug. Like he really needs a fucking hug. <laughs> I felt so fucking bad whenever I read through. When I read through Berserk, I feel so fucking. That is a man who's been kicked down his entire fucking life. And I, I, I I'm, not, I'm sure you guys don't want don't listen to this stuff, but I, I, I listen to a lot of nerdcore, which is literally just like rap or metal or song music about like anime and comics and shit like that and video games. Uh, and the most like the last month or two. <laughs> A lot of artists have been on that berserk grind, and every single time, like usually, like if you read it like casually, you'd expect like a hard metal, like fucking balls to the walls. I'm gonna kill your ass, kind of shit. Right? No, they they go to the emotional aspect of it. It's just like I don't feel like I'm. I, I feel like I, I was born here. I was born into a world that I was not needed, so I'm just an individual. I'm in a. I'm a, I'm a dividend. I'm invalid. I don't need to exist. I shouldn't exist. What's the point of me existing? And because of that, a lot of bad shit happens. Yeah. I am. I mean nothing in this planet. No matter what I do, always going to have a negative impact. And I felt like after listening to that shit, it's just like, yeah, it, it, it details exactly what the fuck you like these characters go through. Like Guts is a tragic character above all else. He, this isn't a, 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 one of those heavy like hardcore action manga that like everyone says it is it's a fucking tragedy this is a man losing his will to live as the days go on and the only thing that keeps him fucking going is the drive to murder his best friend because he was betrayed it is tragic as fuck and i think that like the personality of that shit shows so a show like for a show to be memorable and like to draw people in has to have a good fucking personality. And, and like along with that, you can also see that Mushika Tensei. Normally, that's just another basic bitch isekai, but it treats itself and the viewers like people. Mm-hmm. It's not going to treat you like a little kid. It's going to be like, oh yeah, wacky woohoo pervert, blah, blah, blah. It has that shit in there, yeah, but it treats you like an adult when it does it. 
Yeah. It doesn't hold your hand like a Tokyo Revengers does. <laughs> it does not hold your hand. It doesn't treat you like a little dumbass bitch. It takes you seriously, and that's its personality. It is a basic garbage isekai that knows what it is and doesn't hold your hand and treats you like a little kid. The underneath is underneath. You've got to look under the underneath. It doesn't tell you about the underneath because it's, then it's not the underneath. It's just the neath. Mm, I agree. All right. Sure. Let's let's uh let's get one more each in and then we'll probably call it from there. So I'll start I'll start with this one and you guys can decide who goes after me. <laughs> because like I want to push off of what you just said. Essentially, like what I feel like what kind of gravitates us towards anime and also like makes an instant classic is the stories that are being told. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. without the story there or even the beginnings of like how the adventure whatever try to think that's going on nine times out of ten we probably won't continue watching the series because of that and i did talk about one show earlier before on our pre-banter about violet evergarden for instance i love the show like even though for it being very episodic it's just the small other details that's around violet evergarden about her trying to figure out where the major is like if he whether he's still alive or not and then Oscar always telling her, like, mm, maybe you should just not worry about him. And the fact that, like, even Oscar, like, even the major's brother coming in and calling her a monster most of the time, because that's all she was known for was just slaughtering people and for her being a child on top of that. It's just you can see, like, how much that she, like, represses, like, those memories that she had of, like, her actually killing people and more of, like, the happy moments yeah. of her being with the major. And then you get to see her, like, evolve throughout the entire series and then watching that fucking movie oh my god the movie was like that movie is one of the few movies that had me in tears for like the good last like 45 minutes straight i still haven't seen the movie yet if you're gonna watch the movie make sure you have your day free because you're gonna feel like shit afterwards (laughs) so don't watch it at work got it don't do not yeah because if you if you have a day off watch it because i watched it with a group of friends because all of us are really that we love violet evergarden there were six of us i can hear everybody crying in our chat while we're watching the fucking series and my god is it so hard not to cry the moments when they start crying because jesus the movie is so great oh god i like dude this is why I'm saying like stories like that hit you so hard that just keeps you coming for more. Violet Evergarden is one of them. Fucking Full Moon Alchemist is one of those things. Hajime no Ippo is one of those. Yu Yu Hakusho on, like on top of that. Like there, you can name any one of your favorite animes, and nine times out of ten, you love that show because the way how the story plays out. You can. It's it's hard to like have one of those shows. Well, besides JoJo's. Because you can have one of those ones where like the story just keeps you encaps- and, like encapsulated with like everything that's going on, and you feel like every bit of like what they're feeling, and on top of that, you get to fi- get that sense of like, dude, I can't wait for them to like get it done or find what they're looking for and all that stuff. Like, it's such a fucking like great ass fucking thing. All right. Um, can I go uh, second? Whoever wants to go, yeah, the floor is open. So. I think kind of playing off what you're talking about, I think it's a start to a show as well because you really have to potentially capture someone's attention. 
on beginning that kind of going back to what I said earlier about the, you know the de- the creation of the internet stuff like that you've able to get more recommendations so and our attention spans are at a fucking all time low um if that first episode doesn't kind of capture your attention there's a strong chance that someone's going to watch the show take the first episode and move on um like one of the reasons I think my hero academia is so popular which I have very differing opinions on my hero a lot of the time um, but, um, Same. their first episode, when, you know, you see Midoriya kind of explaining, giving a little expedition, comes running up, and there's the battle between Kamui Woods and, like, this giant shark-looking motherfucker. It's a, it just jumps into, welcome to the world of heroes, and then jumps into the open, which, the day, is such a damn good open. It's, it is. It's such a way to catch you at the beginning of the show. And I think that's one of the reasons, and they've you know they built off that a lot. The My Hero, I I don't think it's I think the fan base is toxic as hell, but the show, yeah, you're 100 right, is really good. It is great itself, but yeah. the, the fan base ruins it sometimes for me. But yeah, you, know, you think of shows um, Attack on Titan, where you get introduced to the freaking colossal Titan in the first episode, and all of a sudden it seems like oh humanity's safe. No, the fuck they're not, and. Um, one that Ash mentioned, it is one of my all-time favorites, Yi Hakusho. The first episode, mm-hmm. the first scene is the main character getting killed in a car accident. <laughs> but the, the, the first episode is so powerful, and it is one of my favorite like first episodes of any show ever. Partially because of the fact that I recommend anyone who has ever dealt with depression or suicidal thoughts or tendencies to watch that show because of the funeral scene he realizes how much he actually means to the people in his life. Because I think that's inspirational as hell. I adore that scene. It makes me want to cry every time I watch it. But when you see shows like that, that really catch your attention in the first episode, I think is a really good way to help kind of develop your show a little bit and start off really on that big foot. Because if you don't, I think you're really going to struggle sometimes to develop it, and even like Dragon Ball Z, where you get introduced to the Saiyan race after not knowing what the hell that is in Dragon Ball, it's a really good start to the series with the introduction introduction of Raditz. And then the second episode, Goku fucking dies. Mm-hmm. Special being canned mm-hmm. to the chest, man. Fuck. <laughs> but a show just I doesn't give a fuck and is willing to throw down, like, kill a, kill a bang character? JoJo's uh, king of that. Like, no one's safe in that show. Anybody is target. Main character or not, you can fucking die. Yeah. There is more to replace your ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, main character number 32 has died. All right, get 34. Why not 33? 33 got fucking died in a comatose. Oh, God. <laughs> I think for me, another <laughs> one would have to be... And the off-season movie that's no longer canon. I think for me, another one, another, uh, one for me would have to be the fan base. Because while there are, like, there is very toxic fan base, like fandoms out there and everything. But if you find one that has like you know, a truly like honest fan base where they are very passionate about it in a good way to where they're not toxic about it, then that can also lead you into a show where it's like, okay, if this person re- you know thinks it's this good for you know logical reasons, I'm check it out because. They obviously like it for a reason. I want to know what it is.
Well, <clears throat> there are, yeah, I understand, like, the whole point about when it comes to, like, the fan bases and stuff like that, but there are, like, the ones that I always, always love, like, always seen anything when it comes to fan bases, it's, like, the toxicity of certain shows, because that's the main reason why I always, like, shit on other shows, too, that have very toxic fan bases, like, SAO, for instance, I shit on that thing all the time, my co-host loves that show, and he just loves bringing it up every fucking like episode just to like piss me off every time <laughs> because it's like come on dude like i understand the series i've seen the series when it when it was not around the first time when it came around i think it was like after this after the second season came out that's when i started actually watching it and like i really did enjoy like the first like 12 episodes like they're really good, but then after that, I have no idea what the fuck they were trying to do after that. That's why we talked about ALO doesn't exist, but as being part of the yeah. SAO fandom, I totally agree, because mm. a lot of people are really stupid, because I will mm. talk about the problems with SAO. I have a bunch of problems with the show, but because I can look past and I enjoy the show so much, it is still my favorite because of its personal impact on me, not because of the overall quality as a whole. Mm-hmm. See, that I can actually relate to. It's not too, like, that's one thing, like, that's probably the most positive thing I've heard when someone talks about SAO. But the fact is, when people are just telling me, like, the story's fucking phenomenal, I'm like, it's not fucking phenomenal. No, it's all. not. It's got its, it's, flaws. It's, 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 it's got big-ass flaws. It's pretty bad. Yeah. We'll say it, it did get a lot better. The main character is an edgelord that tries not to be an edgelord, but is always going to be a dense-as-fuck edgelord. Um, I will say season three and four... There's a lot fewer problems because I think they learn from their mistakes. Also, if you want to see actual, like, how the story could be told perfectly, watch SAO Abridged because it's actually perfect. They are redoing the manga, actually, right now. They're redoing the entire story in the manga. Yeah, they're rewriting. It's being rewritten. Yeah, so it's going to actually be focusing more on a... Yeah, progressive. It's, it focuses more on Asuna instead. Yeah, we went and saw yeah. the movie. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a bit weird because it, it 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 is retelling the entire story just like from the perspective of Asuna first and foremost. Yeah, I got so the we uh, get the main character. I got the first Kirito, issue, but he's more like a random mm. character at that point nice. that just pops up and just wins the battle for you. Yeah. Um, trying to think of one right off the bat because we kind of talked about all my topics. So I guess the only thing we can talk about now is animation. Does it have a unique animation? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of hoping somebody would actually bring that up specifically pretty much towards the end because animation, when it comes to the shows kind of does make a difference on it. Not every single show will because like ping pong, the animation for it kind of looking pretty bad is actually a really good fucking show. Like, if you guys never seen Ping Pong the animation, watch it. It looks horrible. I've heard of but it's, 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 not it's not high quality, dude. Doesn't mean it's a it's bad a, animation. It's yeah, unique. it's a, yeah, it's unique. I like that. That's like like a show like that or like Tatami Galaxy. Like those two shows are really good. Both of those shows are phenomenal. If you, especially if you guys haven't seen those ones, it has a very unique art style to those ones. And then uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. Well, actually, no. I'll bring this up anyways because it's actually still one of my favorite like CGI anime styles. Which is uh, what was it called? Uh, Knights of Sidonia, and a lot of people don't like Knights of Sidonia, and a lot of people have never read it or seen Knights of Sidonia because it was one of the very first early like Netflix exclusive animes when it first came out. I heard of the song. The story. <laughs> well, 
Knights of Sidonia is probably it's it's a hit and miss show for most people for it being a mech show, but it's also a it's also kind of a space opera which entangled with the love story that's in between all that stuff. And the there actually was a movie that finally tied up the entire story finally that came out, I believe it was like last year, which I still haven't seen. I need to watch it. But Knights of Sidonia is animation style for it being very rough and early CG animes because like Ajin did a better job animating and it's still the same studio that did for Knights of Sidonia, but Knights of Sidonia's story holds up a lot more than I feel that for Ajin. And that's by far one of the few, if anyone does want to hate on CGI anime, I understand that, but Knights of Sidonia actually does it pretty well. Fair enough. What what I kind of wanted to bring up was uh, a one that I'm sure everyone in here is aware of because it's kind of legendary. Uh, Fooly Cooly. Oh, Fooly Cooly! Fooly Cooly! I love that one because like, one fact that not okay. everyone knows about it was it wasn't intended to do good. No, it was not. It was a test. I agree. It was, it was really just a test that was just like they were trying a new animation style out. They were all like, all right, let's see what people think about the animation. So they just made a really cheap budget one where they tried the different animation styles. And it worked. And <laughs> it worked wonders because it looked so well, but the story didn't make sense at all. Nope. And that like, was irrelevant. Even, as an, even <laughs> as an adult watching right through that, none of the shit in there made sense. But it looked so cool. Everyone was like, all right, cool, whatever. And it was funny it had as a good fuck. soundtrack. It was funny. It was aware it was of itself. Personality. Yep. It was great, and it looked good while it did it, which is why it succeeded as much as it did. Yeah. Because, like, tell me legitimately, had it not looked as good as it did, it would not have been as popular as it would have been. I agree with that statement. I just gravitated to the insanity that was going on in that show, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is actually dope. <laughs> All right, but, uh, anybody, else, anybody else got something? Um, you know, we talked about Violet Evergarden with story and how impactful it is. That's also arguably the most beautiful show I've ever watched. Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually said, Ash, you I'll are send you a picture 100%. of the uh, artwork I have that we got at Planet Comic Con last month. I'll send you a picture of the poster I have of Violet Evergarden that I actually purchased at a convention as well. That 100% of the proceeds to that actual for anything that was Kill Annie went to Kill Annie when the freaking fire happened. Yes. Like, and, I, and I'm going to take a picture of that right now. <laughs> this is my closet because I haven't gotten a uh, um, frame for it yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten the frame. Can they figure out where the fuck it's going to go on my wall? Burn an extra wall down. That way you have a bigger wall. <laughs> That's fair. What do you mean a hallway? Just make it a bigger room. Or what if I just put it in the hallway? There you go. In the hallway. There you go. <laughs> this is my hallway yeah. now. I own this. Yeah. I just love the fact that like at least most of us here has seen Violet Evergarden, or all of us have seen it, and pretty much know that it's a fucking great fucking show. It's a banger. Yes. It is definitely a banger. Well. We talked about a lot of stuff that's going on and how we felt about essentially anime, why we gravitated towards anime, and also the fact that why we keep coming to it consistently on a daily fucking basis. And honestly, I would like to thank 
all of you guys for showing up. Triple, I love the fact that you're available randomly sometimes, and I'm glad that I always hit you up ahead of time just in case for all that. I really do appreciate that. But yeah, last time I couldn't pop into the other one because I was making a beer mug stick battle axe thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Well that well that one was just so I can get you to guess on a different show. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty sick. I gotta lie about that. That's pretty cool. Frenchie, Crimson, thank you very much for taking just time out of your guys' busy days, like being family men and all that stuff, and actually coming down just like chat with me and having just the good old time talking anime and stuff like that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. It's been a blast. Yeah, dude, like I I know, right? <laughs> Sorry about like the earlier technical issues, but I mean, at least now we're good. <laughs> exactly. We just need to remember that for yeah. future reference. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, but that's the thing that like that never happens. And then just ha- today, out of all days, it just happens that technology was like that would be really funny. <sighs> yeah, it happens to eighty percent of men in bed. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna give both you guys at least, you know however long you guys want to take to talk about some of the stuff that you guys have been doing, what you guys do in the podcasting world and where we can find you guys. So whoever wants to start, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on, uh, Spotify. You can find us on anchor at the weekly weeks podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all at the same name. Weekly weeps pay, uh, podcast on TikTok. It's at the weekly weeps though. Follow us for dumb mm. jokes. Yes. Thank you. Um, we've got a couple cons coming up uh, here shortly. We've got a artist friend of ours uh, who does really great work uh, coming on the show here next month. Um, we're going to have a panel at Anime Iowa coming up in July. It is titled Dommy Mommies and Daddy Issues. We're going to be making tier lists. Right, my- <laughs> we'll be live streaming on Facebook and then uh, possibly post a snippet of the video on Instagram as well. But uh, check us out on Facebook. That's where mainly we uh, post most of our stuff. But that's also where links to our uh, episodes get posted. And uh, usually just where we share random shit we find online. Pretty much. I heard Dommy Mommy and I was immediately like, I'm in. <laughs> yep, same. I need, to, I, need to, I need to watch that live stream now. <laughs> I have share it to the uh, Discord group too. Yes, definitely. You guys can share it on my Discord group anytime. I have no problem with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am triple from the uh the talking anime network we talk about random shit all the time whether it be old school anime from gachi's perspective and he brings in uh different topics about that to me and mitch you have more of the mitch is mitch is just starting out in anime he's actually like the out of the group here he's the most recently getting into anime he's only gotten to anime in the last year or two he's he's guinea pigging right now Mm -hmm. and me and gachi are essentially teaching him how shit works we're teaching him different things about like uh, different communities. We're teaching him um, different actual animes themselves, whether it be old, classic, new, any shit going on. We talk about different animes going on and the what we watch general, kind of like what we do on here. We we would talk about like uh, what we what we've been watching and reading throughout the thing. We're not limited to anime. We also do manga, uh, and we have just a bunch of random events that randomly pop up. Like the most recent one, we talked about. Hey. What's the coolest anime swords, weapons, and or powers? And that was just me and a, and a, and a dude talking about that for approximately like two and a half hours. <laughs> given, our, given our opinions, I'm like, no, 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 no. This can kill you better than this one. What about this one? No, that would kill like way more people than intended. Though that could be a possibility. Hold on, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we do over there. Nice. I dig it. 
Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just go give three dumbasses talking together. Pretty much, yeah. Everyone go check each other's stuff. Five star ratings on everything whenever you guys get a chance. Put comments on everyone's freaking shows, whether it's talking anime, whether if it's the weekly weaves, or whether it's my show too, Simbi for Senpai. Mm-hmm. Make sure to five star review everybody, follow more people, get on their social medias, check out all of the stuff that we randomly throw out there, and you'll find something there that you will love. I guarantee you will find something there you will love. There is no way you won't like any of the shit any one of these actual shows have. Like honestly, there's no way. That's why I gravitate to both the shows, and I still listen to them to this day. Enough? <laughs> yeah. Well, other than that, though, I'm going to let you guys go. And also, don't forget, everybody, to watch your goddamn animes. The tagline for the show, it's always been that. Watch your goddamn animes. And peace the fucks out. Bye! Peace. Arrivederci.